Hey there, and welcome to episode number 52 of Become a Guitarist Today, with myself, Adam Roach. Now in this episode, I talk to Cassandra from the Melbourne-based band SheWolf. So, let's give her a call now. Hello. 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 Hey, how are you? Good, thank you. How are you? I'm good, thank you. So yeah, maybe we'll start from the start, like when you first got into the guitar, what made you get into guitar playing? What got me into guitar playing was my dad, actually. He'd always said that he'd wanted to play guitar ever since he was um, a kid, basically. And he decided for his 50th birthday he wanted to buy himself a guitar and um, learn how to play it and all that kind of thing. And he just basically turned around and said to me, oh, do you want to learn with me? And I was like, okay, yeah, whatever. I didn't really think much of it. And um, essentially... He just went out, picked up a couple of guitars, and he's a, an engineer, so he basically was looking at all the cool stuff that you could get in a guitar and picked up two that he liked. And, um, yeah, ended up he was more interested in the end of um, playing with the inside of the guitar more than the outside, yeah. and I kind of just took off with the girls. And, yeah, it was pretty pretty standard, you know, just kind of got into it. Yeah. So you you got the triplets, isn't it? Yes, that's correct. Yeah. So you got Serena and Nikki? Correct, yes. Yeah. So do you pretty much all start at that same time then? Uh, pretty much. It was it was kind of like a staggered start, but the staggered start wasn't actually that far apart, if you get what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for example, when Nikki first kind of started on drums, um, that kind of came about with my grandfather walking around his, his home in Doncaster and found an old, um, an old drum kit on the side of the road just sitting on one of the nature strips. Yep. And he thought, oh, this is cool, and kind of gathered it all up and took it home, you know, cleaned it up, polished it up, as, you know, all, all Greek men like to do. <laughs> and um, he basically took us out to the shed when we were there next and goes, I have this, picked it up off the side of the road, do you want it? And he was like, oh, okay, sure, why not? So we took it home and, again, didn't really think much of it, just thought it would be a bit of fun. And essentially Nikki just kind of took to it. And then basically Serena's always been singing since, basically, since we could all talk. Yeah. And um, then we had a primary school talent show come up when we were in grade six and we were like oh let's just do this for a laugh and you know parents were like oh play this old status quo song it's easy and um essentially we won the category for our year level <laughs> that was status quo song which the teachers all loved uh, do you remember what song it was it was rocking all over the world oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so cool. it was great fun i couldn't even stand up and play yet i actually did the whole performance sitting down <laughs> really? and, um yeah but basically we didn't really think much of it after that either and um it wasn't until we hit year 10 that we actually started taking the music more seriously because we had played like a couple school assemblies and like maybe the one show a year that school does that's not, you know, completely made up of orchestral instruments. And then, yeah, essentially we did get a a fair bit of flack from it from the kids at school because they thought it was kind of lame that, you know, three sisters and triplets with like doing old songs like Walking on Sunshine and (laughs) What I Like About You and all those kind of old songs that that we've grown up with. Yeah. Um, and then essentially we had a friend who uh, played music also. She joined the band as a bassist and we got our first gig through one of my mum's friends mm-hmm. and started playing open mics and battle the bands and, yeah, just kind of took off from there. Wow. So so grade six, what's that, about 11, 12, isn't it? About 12, yeah. Yeah. How long prior to that did you really get together? So was it just that year, grade six, you think? It was just that year. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Oh, well, that's pretty good though. I mean, for grade six to... Go out there and do that. It's excellent. Yeah, was, we were all very nervous, and you know, it was kind of one of those things. Where we didn't think too much of it. It's a bit of a laugh. It was fun. Yeah.
So who are your main influences to guitar? My main influences, oh, it changes all the time. Yeah. <laughs> who could go past, like, you know, Angus and Malcolm Young? Like, you know, that's kind of a staple in any yeah. guitarist's life. Lately, I've been listening to a lot of Extreme, so Nuno right. Betancourt and um, oh, who else? I love De- uh, Def Leppard, so yep. like Phil Collin and Vivian are just like, you know, awesome. I can, yep. can never get past them. Um, Orianti, yep. another big influence. Yeah, so I just it's been I've accumulated a lot of influences over the years. Let's put it that way. Yeah, and did you yeah. get to see um, Extreme the other week? I did, oh, and cool. it was amazing. We we kind of positioned ourselves a whole group of us right um, right in front of Nuno, and it was it was amazing to watch. It was yeah. great. Yeah, I was there as well. It was, it was really good. Yeah, oh, loved it. As far as your guitar style, mm-hmm. who would you think was your main influence to you know for your rock style? I guess. My style is very melodic. It's not really that much shredding or, you know, particularly um, speed, speed-driven playing. Yep. Um, even with soloing, it's never really been about how many notes I can play in one minute. Mm-hmm. I mean, all power too, if you can play a million notes in a second, that's great. Um, <laughs> so maybe something I can learn now that the um, stress of the album launches over. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I, I'm not quite sure exactly who I'd pinpoint as one influence to my playing personally. I, yep. I just kind of draw as much as I can take from those around me, even local local guitarists as well, yep. and kind of just form my own out of that, form my own style. Okay, oh, cool. Right too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's no, good. Now, as far as the new album goes. Yes. When did you start doing that? We started doing that at the end of 2015. Oh, okay. Long time coming. Mm. We had our bassist at the time, Alicia Thompson, who um, helped us write the first six songs. And after a while, she actually left to pursue um, academic uh, purposes. And then it was basically just taking such a long time for us to get moving on it um, that we said, you know, let's just take a little bit extra time and let's make a full album. And essentially, um, after a lot of disruptions for various reasons, like university and work and all kinds of things and anything that anyone else would experience i would imagine um we eventually wrote the last four songs and launched was last friday and we couldn't be happier it was it was absolutely mind-blowing we had a great turnout yeah so it was the cherry bar wasn't it it was yeah Yeah, so full house was it it was yeah i was really stoked um a lot of our good friends turned up to support a lot of people that have you know followed our journey and helped us along the way all turned up and it was just really nice to have a room full of friendly faces and some people that we hadn't met before that came up and were like, oh, we saw you on Facebook or we saw you on Instagram and thought we'd come check you out. We were like, thank you for coming. That's so nice. Yeah, so. That's excellent. And so it was recorded at GM, was it? GM Sound Studios, yeah, yep. with uh, Chris Gatz. And that man is the most patient person I've ever met in my life. Yeah, really nice guy. He's, he's a legend. We yeah. love him to bits. We cannot speak more highly of him. Yeah. Yeah, so it was great. Great experience. And that was all mastered there as well? It was mastered by Jack the Bear, uh, who's another local um, local professional, yep. and produced and mixed by Chris the Melko at Monolith Studios. Okay. All lovely people would definitely work with all of them again. Uh, sorry, I'm going back to your guitar playing again. So were you self-taught then? I am self-taught, yes. Yeah. So you've never been to a teacher? Never never officially, no. Mm -hmm. I think I had one introductory lesson to one teacher once, 
and he was just he pulled out the chord book with like the three chord songs and I was just like no not happening (laughs) not happening um and I found that over my about five years worth of experience being self-taught it's been a lot more beneficial for me personally this this is obviously doesn't apply to everyone but for me personally it's been more beneficial for me to learn how I want to learn and what I want to learn and in my own time time frame and um just so happens that my partner who I've been with for two years now is also actually a guitar teacher as well Oh, so wow. <laughs> that's good. Also handy, um, and I've learnt a lot from him as well. So. Yeah. So has he picked up on certain things? That hey, do this, do that. Yeah, I'll hold your pick in this angle, yeah. and you know, do this chord this way instead because it sounds better, and all that kind of stuff. So it's really fun for us to you know discuss that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I think it's always good to have someone like that, yeah, you know, or anyone really, just to just in case there are a lot of people that do play and they learn different you know, wrong techniques. Yes, and, and that's it, probably been a very big case in in my <laughs> in my playing because, of course, being self-taught, I wasn't taught all the little in- intricacies and you know little secrets and tricks of the trade. So it was kind of all just swinging it and finding it out the hard way. Yeah. Uh, but it's all been part of the fun, and I guess also having played gigs for a lot of the time that I've been learning has also strengthened my playing because I had to be good to get on stage. So yeah. there was also that kind of motivation as well. Yeah, well, I mean, it's great to have that there, so bonus. <laughs> Definitely, and I don't think I'd be where I am today without having played those those initial gigs as well, so. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's good. I mean, my brother's a drummer as well, so we always grew up together, you know, playing, and yeah. uh, I think it's the best way of learning, really, just getting there, jamming uh, well, you, together. You won't enjoy it. If you don't enjoy it, you don't like what you're playing, you just get disheartened, and I, I remember seeing a video once, it was one of those things where it's like with any instrument, with any craft, dancing, singing, whatever else it is, the more you practice it, the more you like it, and the more you practice it, and the more you like it, and it kind of goes around in a circle. Yeah. And that's definitely the case for me. I mean, like when I first started playing when I was 12 back in primary school, I learned power chords, and I never progressed further than that until I hit year 10, and I had to start learning more stuff because yeah. I started enjoying it more. Okay. That makes yeah, yeah. Um, have you ever heard of the app Musician? Yes, I think so, I have. Yeah, that's a really good app for people, especially like self-taught. Because I suppose you read Tab, do you? Here and there. Yeah. I've had, I've, I used to kind of learn songs more um, by looking at just the chords. It would be like A, B, G, whatever it is. And then I had an app on my phone, a different app, um, that would just show you what you were supposed to do, like the diagram of where your fingers are supposed to be on, on the neck and all that kind of stuff on the fretboard. Yep. And eventually I just started memorizing them. So. Okay. That's kind of more how I learned it. Yeah. No, but this app's really good for things like that. You know, it's got all the chord diagrams, it's got the you know, the music comes up the tab and you've got to play along to the it's like yeah. a, a bouncing ball type thing. It's um yeah, really good. So and it goes way up the, like the standard, you know. Mm-hmm. Goes to all the shredding stuff and as well. <laughs> I might I might just have to have a look because I'd I'd love to learn learn some more from now that I have the time because yeah. of course planning the album has just taken up every, every bit of spare time I've had after work because I also work full time. And so now I have a little more time on my hands. I can probably, you know, get into it a bit more, which is going to be lovely. Yeah, that's good. So what's the plans now for the the band and the CD? Well, we have a few more shows booked for the rest of the year and we're going to be starting to plan some touring, um, hopefully some interstate shows, which we haven't done in a a fair while. Mm. We've done a few regional shows, hopefully going to be going back to, and doing some more of that, but it's also 
planning around work, planning around that the other two girls go to uni and yeah. all that kind of thing. So it can get difficult, and especially even with the three of us living in the same house, it's really hard to get us yeah. all in one spot at the same time. Yeah. So, you know, just kind of work around everyone's schedule like every like every other band would do. Yeah, and they all work as well, do they, the sisters? Yeah, the girls do work part-time as well, so okay. they're juggling work and uni, and, uh, yeah, it gets a bit crazy in our house, let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah. So you're hopefully looking at doing some supports as well? Yeah, yeah. Well, weren't we doing just our own shows? We were actually going to be supporting some of our good friends. Hopefully, I'm not going to say too much because it's not confirmed yet. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And, yeah, we'll hopefully be getting up to Sydney and Adelaide, maybe Newcastle, do some regional stuff around Victoria as well. We were actually we're, we're booked in for the Ballarat Festival in, uh, I think it's October. Yep. So that's already um, ready to go as well. Um, possible Bendigo date uh, in the works. And, um, yeah, Hopefully Adelaide and Sydney are also going to be in the works very shortly as well. Yeah, oh, excellent. That's really good. So with the album now, did you write most of the music? It's, it was a very big group combined effort. The way I always have seen it is that um, it's never just been one or two people's input it wouldn't be what it is today without all all five of us really because those five of us that kind of worked on the actual writing and producing yep. and it wouldn't be what it is today without all the five of us um being a part of it so it was a very um, very much a shared group effort and there were some songs that were written by maybe only two of us some songs that were written by you know four of us and that kind of thing and it, i think it shows one thing i've always said about this album is that it may not be technically perfect mm. but it does tell a story of us as a band and our progression over the last two and a half years since we started doing doing all the recording and things and all the writing yep. and it's a mixed bag so it's always like we've always had the idea that there would be something for everyone in this album it's a little bit of thrash metal there's a little bit of pop there's a little bit of everything yeah. and yeah. yeah we couldn't be prouder of it yeah we had um artwork done by a good friend of ours as well who hand drew it and um, then another good mate of mine who's a graphic designer um, did the digitization and it was it was a very another another group effort put it that way yeah. <laughs> and yeah couldn't couldn't thank those guys uh, more because they just did a stellar job yeah excellent so how do people go about um, getting your album what's the best way yeah it's currently on iTunes um, so if you want a digital copy I recommend that's probably the best best way to go about it it's also up on CD Baby and all of the other um, websites that. Um, that distributes to yep. and yep. then if you would like a hard copy we're in the process of setting up an online shop so you can buy it directly off that but in okay. the meantime you can always just chuck us a message on our facebook page yep. and we can sort out delivery and all that kind of thing uh, with not, not too much hassle. oh sorry there's one other thing i want to ask you just with vocals again vocally Mm-hmm. So do you do harmonies as well? I do, yes. Yep. Yes, so we try and do um, three parts, harmonies, sometimes four part if we can get away with it. And it, it's it's something that I've always been told by other people that it's something about the sisters having the voice kind of similarities. And, like, I remember there was one other time we were helping out with some backing vocals for a friend's recording and they showed us our waveforms on the um, on the computer screen and all of our waveforms were the same. Oh, really? They were identical. Oh, okay. And we were just like, well, how does that happen? That's just <laughs> you know, scary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's good. So, so all three of you sing then? Yes, all three of us. Sing. Oh, cool. So you've got um, a bass player at the moment, just say? We've got a revolving door of bassists, that's the way we put it. <laughs> okay. um, 
And it's basically the, the three of us um, and then whoever we'd like or whoever would like to play bass with, with us on the night. So we have um, one of our former bassists, Nadia, who played with us on uh, last Friday at launch. Yep. Um, yep. My partner, Alex, who's also the guitarist of Atomic Riot, another Melbourne band. He plays bass and um, with us quite often. And another one of our uh, previous bassists, actually Alicia, who I mentioned earlier, who did a lot of the songwriting with us, she's um, also coming back and doing a few shows at some point as well. So, oh, good. yeah, good. we're always happy to have our friends come along and play with us. It's good fun, good bonding, yeah. you know, just, you know, we all have a good time. Yeah. So, ideal, I mean, at the moment, it's pretty much like the three of you and then, yeah, the bass player, whoever you, you get. Yeah, yeah, just um, whoever's happy to happy to take take the spot for the night, and yeah. it's good fun just having having a little bit of um variety as well because everyone always brings their own kind of flair to the songs with bass, and um, I always get get up up in up in my high horse when everyone anyone says oh bass isn't important. I'm like, excuse me, <laughs> that's not true at all. Um, and I love listening to the different variations that the different bassists bring to the song because it yeah. always makes it keeps things interesting. And yeah. it maybe I'm the only one that picks up on it. Who knows? But <laughs> I find it really fun. Yeah, oh, it's definitely a big, big part of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, as yeah. you, especially once you notice the bass is not there, that's when you really notice it. <laughs> yes, and everyone's like, "Oh, your bass isn't important." I'm like, "Oh, please, just don't, yeah. <laughs> just even go there." And it's fun too. I like playing a bit of bass every now and then too. Yeah, that's a no, good one. All right, no, well, thanks very much again for for doing this and taking your time out to do this interview. Oh, thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. Oh, no worries. No, I'm. Um, take some time. Yeah, for sure, definitely. I'll talk to you oh. soon. See you then. I hope you guys enjoyed the interview with Cassandra. And yeah, definitely check out their new album, The Other Side. So I'd like to thank my sponsors once again, Living Music in Greensboro. Now, if you do go down there and mention my name, Adam Rich, they'll give you up to 20% off. So head on down to Living Music in Greensboro and check out the website in the notes and you can uh, have a look at all the gear they've got. And my other sponsor is Custom Guitar Picks, which again have done a great job for my students this week. We've ordered uh, a few different type of picks. So go to customguitarpicks.com and don't forget on your checkout, type in BAGT20 and you'll get 20% off your order. Hi there, welcome to Come a tell us a day and what we did it! Yay, we did it! And thank you to my two-year-old Tyra for the introduction. Until next week. Keep jamming. Bye.